Hello Red Spotters. Welcome to our movie commentary series. To begin this audio commentary you must have the selected film clocked in at zero. Press play on the commentary and film now. Hello everyone, I'm Alexis Soto and I am joined by Peter Martinez. Hi Peter. Oh, hello. And we are going to do the audio commentary for the brand new uh, 20th Century Fox division of Walt Disney Company uh, 2005 film, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Peter, would you like to read the crawl for this one? Is this a thing now where we have to read the crawl? I mean, it's something. All right, let's do it. Um, this is... The first one is war. The Star Wars... <laughs> The Star Wars. Um, apparently, the best Star Wars movie ever by most people. Well, I'll get into it in a, a little bit why you're all full of shit. Um, As we usually do in this again, show. Again, though, um, you can have your own opinion. Uh, war. No, there's an exclamation point. I need to do it differently. War. <laughs> the Republic is crumbling under the attacks by the ruthless Sith Lord, Count Dooku. There are heroes on both sides. Evil is everywhere. I'm very confused by that. That's, okay. contra- that's contradictory. That's very <laughs> contradictory. In a stunning move, the fiendish droid leader, General Grievous, has swept into the Republic capital and kidnapped Chancellor Palpatine, leader of the Galactic Senate. Oh, no. I would just be like, let's just elect someone new. Like, <laughs> he's lost. As the Separatist droid army attempts to flee the besieged capital with their valuable hostage, two Jedi Knights lead a desperate mission to rescue the captive Chancellor. Okay. Um, Anything to react to that? It's probably the best crawl of the prequels. Because it's actually you, interesting. You want, I don't know about interesting, but you can understand what's going on. I wish... Did it, did it say somewhere in there that three years have passed? No. But that, that's fine. They've never mentioned that's right. time. I, I think it's fine. Um, I do like... I like it better when Star Wars takes a lot of time in between the episodes yes so um spoiler alert, um we recently saw the last jedi like 50 billion times well actually i'm gonna stop you there because this is more important uh oh, okay. so right here for those who are interested in canon and oh how things fit into something so because this is actually uh where they were gonna-, gonna bring up dave filoni i'm checking out well, you shouldn't, because this is how they were going to end the show. I know. that, And they, he also discussed this in a celebration panel, that at this particular point, Anakin and Obi-Wan had been called uh, back to Coruscant, obviously because Chancellor Palpatine was kidnapped, mm-hmm. but to establish that they had just basically left Ahsoka and Rex by Mandalore, and as we speak, Ahsoka and Rex are mounting an attack to capture Darth Maul on Mandalore. Isn't it? Crazy how they never mention her in right. movies. <laughs> I wonder why. Well, it's only one movie where they had to mention her. Mm-hmm. Well, not really, anyway, because she's still not a member of the actual order, per se. She's an, an uh, associate acting on behalf but you of know the Jedi. Why I, I hate that. Why, why do you have to hate it? It's, Can it's you just not, acknowledge it's that the it's a, fault? It's the movie's fault. Okay. Because. You see the show, and it's like, okay, Anakin's, he's, he's mature, and he has this connection with his Padawan, and it's great. And then you watch this, and he goes back to being a whiny child. Why didn't they make me a master? 
this is outrageous. I'm the most powerful ever. And it's like, oh. It's like complete character regression. Right. If you if you try and watch it, you know, back to back. I usually just ignore Hayden Christensen's acting. I just ignore this movie. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, they for those who have seen The Clone Wars, they were planning on ending the series mm-hmm. with connecting it to Revenge of the Sith. And this is how they were going to leave Ahsoka and Rex. And there's a, if you actually want to watch Dave Filoni recount uh, what that would have looked like, you can go on YouTube and look for the celebration panel with Ashley Eckstein as Ahsoka. And I remember watching that, and I got so emotional because, oh, here's the ending. But then I, I got even more emotional because Ashley was already crying about how the show would have ended, and she actually had never heard of how it was going to end before. So, yeah. And obviously, they do touch a little bit more on this on the Ahsoka novel uh, as to not exactly how they capture him all, but let's just say they capture him, but then he gets away because guess what happens? Hmm. Order 66. You know what? Um, I was thinking, you know how we all want Dave Filoni to do a Star Wars film? Mm-hmm. Um, why not have a prequel film, er, prequel era film, Dave Filoni, uh, main character Ahsoka, and it basically follows that arc, but it's told from the 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 um the what's it called the perspective of Ahsoka. So you start during off, the events of this film. Well, leading up to the end, you pull a Rogue One. Let's put it that way. Okay. Um, that would be interesting. First would, of all, I mean... It would I'm, be difficult because you have they're this. older. You know, to try and include Anakin and Obi-Wan and shit. I mean, in my mind, I was thinking you couldn't, really, because of... Yeah. I mean, the only real way to do it would be an animation the way they had, they had intended it to go. It's interesting, though... I, that, I, I, well, you don't even have to tell that story. Maybe just tell a story where she was on her own. Right. Away from... You can have Captain wanted. Rex in there. Yeah, you can throw in Captain Rex. But I just think it would be great to see a modern-day live-action prequel film mm-hmm. by Dave Filoni. Because Dave Filoni is the person who has easily been the best at capturing the prequel era and actually making it worth the damn. And I think in large part because he actually made the characters characters in a long, you, in a you long way. You actually care about the people. Right. Isn't that weird how you're supposed to care about the people in the film? Um, <laughs> but also... No, but I, he's... I, I would call him the George Lucas Whisperer. He really, as you say, acts as a great filter for George Lucas's ideas. And because I mean, to be clear, I mean, to be fair, George Lucas ha- was very much involved mm-hmm. in those six seasons of the Clone Wars, and a lot of the ideas came from him. But George didn't make the show at all. It also, was Dave, do you think if because remember George Lucas was going to make seven, eight, and nine, and I know after last year a lot of people are crying for that, and it's like every time I see people say that, I'm always like the prequels. Um, but he also wasn't going to direct them. Do you think he would have gave Dave Filoni one of the films? Do you think that was a possibility anyway? 
He loves Dave. They were very close. They still are, I believe. That is true. He wasn't going to direct them, was he? He wasn't going to direct... No, I think he was going to direct the first one, maybe, and then do the other ones. Or he was just going to give them all... Like, honestly, he probably would have got Ron Howard and, like... Probably Steven Spielberg and maybe Dave Filoni. Do they still have issues with the Director's Guild? Or has that been resolved? That was, like, 40 years ago. Okay. Or, like, less... At this point, I don't think it would matter... I know a few months ago, I was like calling for, even though, even though now I don't want it anymore, considering what I've learned about him, Mm -hmm. but I still would have liked to have seen a Steven Spielberg Star Wars film. Remember back when the rumors were, when, uh, what do you mean learned about him? About the documentary? I've learned more about his filmmaking uh, style and... Steven Spielberg? Yes. Oh, you made it sound like something really bad came out about Steven Spielberg. Cause no, like, I was talking about his filmmaking style and oh, what he likes okay. to do in films and what. Because you're like, <laughs> I would have liked to see him, but after what came out of. Oh him, shit! Sorry, like that's... it really sounded bad. I was like, wait, what happened? No, sorry, sorry, that's not what I meant. He was like a few I months ago. To Kevin Spacey. Oh god, not again! I can't live through that again. Colin Trevorrow was fired from episode 9 yeah. And there were many rumors about And I think around This was after uh, Lord Miller had been fired From uh, Han Solo Or Solo um, And the, the name Spielberg Was thrown around because of his close relationship With people at Lucasfilm including Kathleen And George um, Although Now looking back on it There was no realistic way he would have accepted because now that we know at that particular moment, he was actually finishing the post filming yeah. and then about to enter VFX for Ready Player One. Yeah. There was no way he was going to do another movie at that time. He, at he, that... <laughs> he, he squeezed in a movie by, right. like, by the skin of his teeth. He read yeah. the script late January this year. He's like, I like this. Let's <laughs> make it. production tomorrow. <laughs> And I guess if you're Steven Spielberg, you could do that. <laughs> I'm very, I'm looking forward to that film very much. But back to uh, the matter at hand. Um, as far as who George would have selected, I would hope Filoni, because Filoni is involved in the films themselves, as far as the designs, and he's part of the story group, but. As we speak, he is the head of um, the animation, the animation department, which didn't exist before mm-hmm. Clone Wars actually uh, happened. It's difficult to say because George is rather unconventional. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for Kathy to pick him to do something, but I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm maybe this new live action series is his first test. Who knows? Because they still haven't announced a new animated series. I would have thought by now they would have said something. Because Rebels is ending pretty soon. I think they're they're waiting for it to get closer to the end. Right. And then it's like, see the first trailer for the new Star Wars show in the series finale of this last Star Wars show. Right. You will never be without Star Wars for Again. the rest of your life. Don't you worry. Um, uh, 
So it's interesting, though. I would very much look forward to what Dave could do with a live-action Star Wars, even if it is the TV show. And I would feel more at home. I, I feel like that would shortchange him. Give him a goddamn film. I think he's earned it. I I, 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 he's I agree. more than put in his dues. And, I, and honestly, if they're worried about risks, I don't think he's a risk. I don't think he's a risk at all. Like, he's proven to over and over again to understand Star Wars. And to be a very... Um, I will tell you this. I think before Last Jedi and Force Awakens and after Return of the Jedi, I think no one has delivered more outstanding Star Wars stories than he has in his yeah. tenure. Yeah. So I'll be honest. He, he might have been single-handedly kept Star Wars alive in between... The, the ten years between yeah. five and seven, I mean no, three, three and, seven. and seven, three and seven. Oh, I was thinking two thousand five. Look at this master writing. Apparently, that was the fall. Apparently, it's a million times better than the Last Jedi, though. So, because if you look at the CGI and stuff. It truly was ground. Look at how I always love this shot because it's so lazy. Just and then they're dead. But if you look at the backgrounds and the CG, it's just so ugly. And that it just looks so clean and so video gamey. That's why I would love to see Dave Filoni tackle a prequel film and do it with the same sort of um, the same things they bring to the new films even Rogue One where they try to make it as as lived in and as many you know puppets and effects as possible I would love to see that but with the prequel era I think that let me ask you this question since we've been actually talking about the matter at hand with Dave Filoni what is it you think he did with the well. First of all, I I think the Clone Wars series surprised both you and me with what they were able to do in terms of the quality of the stories. Mm-hmm. But what do you think it was about the Clone Wars series that? Let me reframe the question. What do you think it was about him that he was able to tell these stories? In a coherent manner. You know what? Fuck it. Just tell me what you think about the Clone Wars in general. And Dave Filoni and what he really did. really want to talk about the Clone Wars. <laughs> well, because I, I don't know how to phrase this question. And I keep getting distracted. Um, like, for one, like, you see what's going on right now. Um, it's... It's just very bad storytelling for the most part. It's very on the nose, like your mother and the sand people. Dull. Dull. And there's not much character because it's just like, say your lines and then move on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> With the Clone Wars, they really added character, it's, it's, especially to people you didn't expect, like Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan never really had an arc throughout any of these films. He was just Obi-Wan doing Obi-Wan things. And what did they do with him, Peter? Um, they did some great shit, especially between him and Satine. Right. 
Like, and, and, I, and again, if you did that, I feel in a film today, people would be like, that's not Obi-Wan. You destroyed the lore. Get a life. How about that? I would, I would even say people back then were like, Obi-Wan has a girlfriend? This isn't Star Wars. It works so well, and it's especially... Because she was a great character in herself. Yeah, she was. Um, and it also, they tackled the war part of right. the Star Wars within the film or within the show with her character which is always great because you know it is called Star Wars um, <laughs> and again that's something I thought that the the, the last Jedi did because she led uh, the uh, she was trying to have a, a piece right uh, a completely non-violent she, right she was the leader of the... Uh, Mandalore. In, no, not just Mandalore, but she was the, the leader of all of the systems in the galaxies that were independent, yes. neutral of the war between the Confederacy uh, and uh, the Republic. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, she was the ruler of a once incredibly violent race. civilization. Um, is it race? Mandalore? They're their own race. They, sure. They're all because they're all human. It, it throws me off. Um, yeah, but they're, they're different looking though. I, are they? You look at them carefully. Okay. Okay. I'm not gonna d- discuss. <laughs> okay. Okay. You you'll see them anyway. Mandalore is there. It's their own people. Uh-huh. And that's interesting yeah. though. The way she tries to keep her people from going back to that same dark path. And it becomes a bit inevitable. And then her whole relationship with Obi-Wan. And that one point where he's like, if you had asked me to leave the Jedi Order, I would have. But it's almost like they're, they still care about each other, but they they chose a different path and they can't be with each other. But notice that when he says that, if you had asked me, because one of the things also... I guess I'm not sure if I mentioned this, but when episode one begins, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan had just left Satine. They were actually together on... Cause oh, see, retconning. <laughs> that happens in every Star Wars thing. But yeah, they had actually yeah. just left Satine. I think they mentioned it somewhere in the Clone Wars, but they had... Obi-Wan was very close with her when he was younger. Mm-hmm. More brash, maybe, you would say. Had you said the word, I would have left. Mm-hmm. And again, it sort of it mirrors the thing with Anakin. And Anakin actually comes off like Anakin. Like, he's, he's a good dude. He's trying to do the best, his, the best he can. But he does have that bit of arrogance in him. But it, and, Which but it sometimes it works in his favor. Yes. But it also doesn't come off as whining. Yes. It just comes off as he's full of himself a lot of the time. Yes. And you understand why, because a lot of the times it works in his favor, and it's... At what point did you realize you were liking Anakin in this? It was very interesting, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, at first I realized I was liking the show, um, which didn't happen all at once. Like, the first episode, I was like, this is... Well, the first thing was the movie, and that wasn't a very good impression on people. But it, it was when you started to understand the clones, and it's like, oh, shit, this is cool. This is cool. I also liked how they, they, they really explored a lot of different stuff. With yeah. Stars. Oh, I, we should talk about the movie at some point. Um, we should, but not right now. We always say that in the pre Yeah. The um, but I will say, oh, I remember when I was a kid, 
the first toy, and this was before I even saw a trailer for this film, the first toy I saw in, in stores and I just bought it because I was like, this looks so cool, was General Grievous. Hmm. I had no idea who he was. I didn't know how to pronounce his name. I was just like, this guy looks cool. It came with the cape and everything. So George does know how to cater to the kids. Doesn't he? Because it got me. I was just like, this guy looks awesome. I don't know who he is, but I can't wait to find out. I just immediately bought his toy. And then these guys, too. These are repurposed Grievous. Um, what's it called? Designs. Hmm. That was that is one thing I like with George. He's just he just tells like um, uh, concept artists, uh, draw me something cool, and then. But I think even more, he has an eye for what works best. I think. Yeah, and and I also like the design of these ships. I don't know. It's just uh, the Separatists, the Republic, and all these different things. Yeah, and again, I I don't want to harp on the new films because I really love them. Um. There was this need to go back to basics, obviously, because Force Awakens, especially. Yeah, but uh, it's it's. I, I I really hope in nine, they really just because. You did. You definitely saw some new stuff with seven. But it was still like rooted in old school Star Wars. Uh, eight, really started took a big turn. In big ways, and I think that kind of pissed some people off. To which I say, I don't care. I love it, um, and I and I really think nine is gonna be okay. We're at that new place, and I think that's cool. Um, and I can't wait to see it. Hopefully, that happens. I believe in you, JJ. Don't listen to the haters. Just make a good film. Because he listens to this. Going back to the Clone Wars. Oh, God. I just tuned out completely. Um, What were some things that surprised you about what particular stories they actually went into that you just couldn't expect? Well, Maul. For one. I I didn't believe they would bring him back. And that worked really well, didn't it? I believed it. Because I remember when they brought back, they made a Savage Opress, Mm -hmm. which I mean... (laughs) <laughs> Those Star Wars names, though. Savage Opress. Asajj Ventress. It's... Mother Talzin. Karis. She's a night sister, by the way. I'm more into names like Poe. Um, <laughs> no, but um, when they brought back Savage Opress, I was like, okay. They, brought, know, they introduced know... him. Oh, yeah, they introduced him. I was like, they know they can't get Maul. Get Maul. So they're just going to make their own version of Maul. So I was like, okay. And then they're like, I do, I have a feeling that they were like, eh, this is okay, but we really would just want to bring Maul back. So they're like, okay. Then George was like, let's bring him back. Yeah. Which is great. <laughs> Which he should have said after episode one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I, I thought that was really great. I loved them doing shit like, the um Mortis which was the Mortis Mortis the father of the son yes, and the daughter that's exactly what I was gonna say because again I Star Wars is weird yes 
And I like weird Star Wars. I like when they just there's you there's no really explaining it. That was just really out there. Yeah. Like this planet that's I guess a conduit of the force that's just different in every way possible. And it's like the you father, have these three and en- yeah, yeah, it's and, like, and it's I thought that was really cool. And and, and again, and it presented them as forces that were out there in the galaxy that could affect what was happening in our and ga- the rest of the galaxy. It was weird. Where's the, the Falcon? The Falcon. Uh, where is it? Where is it? There. No. Wait. There, there, there it is. There, down there. See, yeah. There's a falcon down there. So lame. Why was what was it doing there? Is that Lando? Who cares? Pretty sure there's a comic book. <laughs> but like, look at look at the um Jedi Temple. That's not the Jedi Temple. Okay, whatever. What That's is the it? Senate Chambers. Okay, look at the Senate Chambers. Oh no, I'm not brave enough. I'm not brave enough. I do love Ewan McGregor because you know what I love about Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm. He was just having you know. A great time. <clears throat> Count Dooku. What a waste of... Uh, Christopher Lee? Christopher Lee. Count Dooku was just such a nothing character. I'll be honest, I, he, he, they never even really made him work for me in The Clone Wars. I was always waiting for an arc with him. Yeah. I. He was just kind of always there. I, I like him. Though, like Christopher right. Lee, but it's just he's really nothing. There's Jar Jar. Look at that background behind um, Samuel Jackson. Like it looks like a PS3 mm. cutscene stuff. Like it's just so bad. It doesn't hold up. The blocking is just somewhat off too. I don't know. You never really know if it's if they're all really there or not. Yeah, yeah. But look at that! Look at it's yeah. just. Oh God! Oh God! Oh man! Yeah, at that point, just just make a set. Don't don't worry about how small it might look. Just make. A set. I was actually listening to the commentary of this movie, and I think Rick McCallum said. That the largest set they made for this movie was the place where they just had the lightsaber battle with Dooku. I think you can tell, too. Yeah. That was it. Um, Yeah, the Mortis thing was just strange in so many ways. Um, But then they also, I think, expanded on that with uh, Yoda. Yeah. And to preserve your consciousness uh, after death. That whole thing was, for me, one of my personal favorites. And I think, again, the, a lot of people, when it comes mm-hmm. to, I guess, these sort of um, fiction worlds, they like to just understand and know every single little thing about it. Right. And it's like, there has to be a set rules they don't give you all the answers though there's still a lot of questions you have with no but I know but it, it's just like w- why like like it's bullshit the, the force is best when it's ambiguous right. and every layer you peel back will tell you one thing but then leave two or three more questions mm-hmm. and I think that's what's great and also Star Wars is weird and I and I think it always was don't remember that yeah like it's it's goofy, it's weird, it's fun. Just a few other things. Asajj Ventress was amazing in that series. 
she's okay. I'm not, I was never a fan of her. I I always was a fan of hers. I thought what they did with her was great. I definitely uh, think she they handled her well, but mm, was never a giant. Fan. Ahsoka was a big winner out of that series. Ahsoka was great. She, she yes, she was that one great. caught me by surprise. Because that was always one that, even when I was watching it in like seasons one and two, I'm like, okay, I I, I like her. I don't really need her. Mm-hmm. But then by the end of the show, it's like, oh, it kind of became all about her. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. No, I I think that's that was the best thing they pulled off. Because again, it's one of those things where, again, Stars fans are the worst. They hate her. Just, this is bullshit. How dare you? And but you know, then, but they also at the very end. It's yeah. like, oh, this is great. They also went for different kind of stories that didn't necessarily work that well, but they still went for them. Mm-hmm. They did a lot of bounty hunter stuff, which I thought was great. They did a lot yeah. of pirate stuff, but they also did a lot of droid stuff. Mm-hmm. There was one art that was practically grading on Kyle, uh, the R two D two arc. Why was that grading? He just uh, didn't like care for it very much, and they also did a lot of political episodes too, which I know the fan base wasn't wasn't too particularly particularly happy with. Those were a big grading on me, because it's like, yeah, that's what kids want to watch, because it's one thing in the movies, because the movies are a little bit more for everyone. The cartoons, although the cartoons are pretty. There was a visual. There's a couple of visuals in that. I mean. one some of the ones that called back to was when Ventress stabbed a clone trooper then kissed him on the lips. That was a great moment. And it I was. think that was cut for television. Yes. Another moment was when General Krell in the Utapau not Utapau was the Umbaran arc in season four. He who is a Jedi that turned dark. Yeah, when he uh, made them fight against each other. Well he was the way he slaughtered clone troopers was pretty vicious. I think there was a visual of him snapping a clone's back with his knee. That's pretty great. And then also, even though you don't see it, Savage Press like kills the Black Sun's leadership, and you hear their heads roll on the floor. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Ahsoka has like a, a four. She kills four Death Watch Mandalorians, right? With uh, off their head with one right sweep. with one. Yeah. What happened to the Jedi being peaceful, huh? <laughs> what happened to that, George? But no, the because it's more cool to just come in and slice people in a million different areas. It's only because I'm so in love. No, I'm so in love with you. <laughs> I, I I really feel so bad for hating Christensen here. I don't. He was just given nothing to work with, and whatever he's doing on his own doesn't work either. No. Hayden Christensen, I don't think is a bad actor, but he's not someone that can take the material and make it work. Especially when there's no direction in the first place. Yeah, but there's some actors, but they're like the highest tier actors who can do that. Like, you'll see them take some crap and it's like, oh, it only worked because that actor was in that role. Um... Hey, I just realized this new trilogy, no one has lost a limb yet. Hashtag not my stars. One thing I also liked, uh, remember that um, they also dealt with their relationship as husband and wife in the show. Yes. I actually think they should have done a little bit more. They should have, but that one of those last arcs addressed it. I love that one. 
just to see the interaction. And you start to think that people, because it's kind of hard to believe that at this point it's been three years and no one knows, but people have at this point been suspicious or they, they kind of know. I just think it's weird that they literally live together and no one knows, like... Well, technically speaking, he lives at the Jedi Temple. Where he goes at night, there's like no one's really keeping track of that. Okay. Yes. There's also security cameras. So that's cool. I always liked uh, Padme's apartment. Oh, is that her apartment? Yeah. What do you think it was? So, so what you're saying is she's the breadwinner and he's the stay-at-home dad. Hashtag but progressive. There, there's nothing to take care of. He's a yes. He's she a soldier. She's pregnant. How much time passes, or how long was she hiding the pregnancy? Well, she That's what I want to know. She looks very pregnant. She there. looks very pregnant because either he's a complete idiot or he was gone for a very. He long was. Time. I think they established in the movie that he had been gone for a while. But how long? Because she looks very pregnant. Yeah, she gives birth by the end of this film. Yeah. So how much time passes within this film? Well, I think what I don't know if it was established, but my thing is though that Obi Wan and Anakin were were gone for a while. Yeah. To I think maybe in the outer rim territories to fight off the separatists, and I think they turned the tide of the war. But this they, the, this attack on Coruscant that they had to connect the Chancellor was like this last minute thing. But this whole film, do you think it takes place within a month? I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. All I'm saying is, Anakin, I think, needs to take it to Mori, because he might not be the dad. I do I do think it would be cool to come back to the Jedi Temple mm-hmm. with these new films. You mean the Imperial Palace? Oh, yes, they changed it. Which I do like. I think that's... It's like that's that's a very it's a very baller move. For a city has to just yeah, move in. Just be like my temple now. <laughs> and I mean that's what the Jedi did. Yeah. The Jedi temple was built on top of an old Sith. A Sith uh, temple, uh, right? Temple. Which uh again, never in these movies one of those retconning things, but was a story that was planned for Clone Wars to for Ahsoka to travel into the catacombs of the Jedi Temple to discover a Sith Temple. And supposedly, Sidious was using this temple to cloud or shroud the I, Jedi's miss... Yeah. Again, I, I just hate that the, that the Clone Wars is... A lot of it is bogged down by having to explain the stupid inconsistencies within the movies. Like, I think the Clone Wars works best... When they're just doing their own thing. Yeah. They're just telling their own stories. Because they don't have to... Entire storylines don't have to be about fixing the film. Right. It's just about telling their own story. But sometimes that just happens accidentally. Because the relationship between Padme and Anakin really works in that show. Yeah. But again, I don't think it fixes the film. It just makes no. you for the be like, oh, I can care about these characters. There is a way to salvage this. Like, look at how clean those designs are. <clears throat> Master Voss. See, Voss is still there. Because you know how Dr. Seipel ends. Yeah. Doesn't he die? Or no, Asajj Ventress dies. Yeah. Because apparently they fall in love or whatever. 
Um, and that was supposed to be a Clone Wars story, right? That was going to be an eight-parter. Eight parts? It was going to be a four-part arc split across two seasons. Oh, okay. It was a massive thing. That would have worked. That would have been good. Um, Tell me about it. But it's a great book, too. That kind of sucks. Okay. By the way, how's the Rebels going? Season four? Yeah. It's okay right now. Are they still stuck with uh, the wolves or whatever? That's where they've been. <clears throat> I have no idea where the fuck they're going with that. But yeah. Okay, so this right here. We'll, 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 let's actually talk about this movie. Um, do you think uh, Palpatine is springing this on Anakin at the right time, do you think this was done too soon, too late? Is he being not so subtle about his distaste well, of the Jedi? To be fair, Anakin's a complete idiot. So okay. Subtle, you can't use subtlety. He basically shouted in his face, I am a dark Sith Lord, and he still didn't get it. So he finally just had to come out and say, yeah, I'm a Sith Lord. And Anakin's like, whoa, whoa, What? And at that point, he's probably, like, rethinking his whole plan, but he's like, screw it. I'm, I'm too deep in it at this point. I gotta just keep going. Uh, um, how mad would you be if, by the end of Rebels, they established that Ezra is Snoke? They're not gonna do that. But, but if they did, how mad would you be about that? Would you be okay with it? That's I guess that's what I'm saying. Because I would I would laugh and laugh and celebrate. Like at the very end, he um he uh what's it called? He falls to the dark side and then he escapes to the outer rim, and that's where he stays this whole time. <laughs> what, what what do you think? Are you just purposely ignoring me because you don't want to deal with reality right now? It may happen, Alexis. It might happen. In situations that are beyond comprehension. I find that in my experience, because of how things usually turn out, mm -hmm. that it is best that I just say no comment. Okay. Okay. I guess we'll find out soon enough. I just feel like they just wasted Samuel Jackson. I, I really... It's like you get the most emotional actor, <coughs> Samuel L. Jackson. They really should have just made him a badass Jedi that, like, does not play by anyone's rules. Right. Who just comes in and says, you know, fuck the Sith, and then just starts, you know, doing his own thing. As Kyle would say, motherfucking left, motherfucking right. Uh, yes. All the mother effings in the world. I do love that he has a purple lightsaber. There's only, there's only one reason he has that. He asked for it. Yeah. He's like, I like purple. Give me a purple lightsaber. And George was like, okay. And I, and I, I kind of love that about George. A lot of his decisions were like, eh, why not? <laughs> Some of them are really great. Some of them are not. But, uh, yeah. 
to be fair, also, I think The Last Jedi is the first Star Wars film since Revenge of the Sith that's just a singular vision, I think. Okay. No, I know, I know, I, 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 I was thinking, I was like, well, what did you, yeah, yeah. No, because you can't really say Abrams, because I, I even think... He had a lot of input, but I think... He had a lot of input and a lot of pressure, but... I think in the remarks that he made recently that he had expressed a, a certain bit of uh, regret because you kind of get the feeling that maybe he wasn't able to do the most original thing with that movie because that was not going to fly. And you also remember um, when George Lucas, he, he had pitched them his thing mm-hmm. and they said, well, we're not going to go this way. We're going to make a film for the fans. Yeah, and JJ didn't tell him that. Disney told him that. So it's it's like the Last Jedi, um, and uh, what's his name said this on the Red Letter Media review, and he's like, y- you can be mad about this film for any reason which you, that you want, but you can't be mad about like saying Disney was the corporatist hacks, and then they go like, oh. You know, we're gonna do this, and then this, then this, because surveys say you need to do this. This film was no, that's basically. WB and well, DC. You know, Disney does that too. Come on. Oh, but they actually make good movies. Continue, yeah. Peter. But you, you can't. You know, whether you hate the film or not, you can't really make that argument with the Last Jedi because they just gave it, as the way he put it, to some guy and said, you know, make your film, and he did. Hey, that's that that same one is in Rogue One. That uh, vehicle. Mm-hmm. You'll see it again on Kashyyyk. You're saying? No, but I'm saying like that's I I like that. Which actually kind of emboldens emboldens my support of him directing Nine because I feel that he's gonna actually do what he wants to do now in terms of like an original story because I really do think that he was really kept in those parameters as you can be as original so long as it's not. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. a, that's the problem with it. So I just really hope he delivers a movie that he, what he wants to do. And you almost get the sense that as happy as he was to direct seven, there may be some, uh, maybe there was some, a bit of cynicism there that he wasn't allowed to go in a completely in the direction that he wanted to go exactly. But I'm I'm I want I'm interested to see what he does at nine. Again, that's why the backlash for this one kind of scares me. I don't want Disney to be reactionary. Um, Ryan Johnson, I don't think I don't think that's Ryan Johnson said something, and I kind of hope this is the way Disney takes yeah. it. And he's like, he responded to someone asking about the backlash, and he kind of said, "This was going to happen eventually." Like, there was a Disney executive who was quoted saying, "Yeah, this happens, but we're happy with the movie, and it's making a lot of money." Yeah, but so long as it makes money, that's true. And look how much money this has made. That's true. For a lot of them, it's like... If this is like a disappointment, that's a, a serious thing. It actually overperformed them. I think it's overperforming anyway. Um, originally thought. Look, there's Didn't it out- outgross Justice League in one weekend? Like, there's George. Oh, yeah. And his daughter. <laughs> oh, this is the best part. Oh, look, they changed to red. They were blue at the beginning of the film. Now they're red. That's interesting. Well, no, 
well, maybe not so much. Um, there's a distinction. So the chancellor has guards, but there are also Senate guards for the senators. The blue ones are the Senate guards. Okay. The blue ones, remember in the Phantom Menace? Yes, blue yes, ones, And yes. they had the little thing. Yes. And this one, they got rid of the thing in the yeah. beginning of the film, and now they're red. Mm-hmm. I, they're the same guys. I, you're the best choice by far. Everyone says this is like the best scene of... Uh, I do love how gangster that is. Leave us. They're like, okay, bye. Yeah. Um, what was I saying before? How about the Force Awakens and the creative control? Oh, no, the, uh, how Disney is not going to, I think, respond, be too adamant about yeah. it because as long as it makes money. And Kathy and Ryan, Kathy has such faith in Ryan. Kathy is someone who's like, I don't care. I'm yeah. doing what I want. Um, I think there's reason to be optimistic. Cautious, but optimistic. Also, just because... Um, I like I said, I like what Ryan said. And again, I'm not saying if you have issues with the film, you're wrong. Um, if you don't like the film, that's perfectly fine. And, and I think there is valid criticism for the film. And I've said this several times before. It's just well, can the, I just the, say the people that, uh... that have issues with the film? The biggest reasons they're saying are because it didn't go the way they wanted it to. That's not valid in my and, eyes. Yeah, and to me, it's like, that's not valid. If you could say, like, oh, the structure was off, you know, maybe the character writing was weakened, or you didn't appreciate the humor, that's valid, even though... that That's valid as, as to criticize the film. I may not agree with it, but that's valid. To just say, I wanted Luke to be a badass and stab 50 people, that's not valid. <laughs> um... But I do like what he said, where it's like, we were going to have this backlash eventually. Because Disney was like, we were going to turn away from what is there and go further. And for people who cherish this like it is a religion in itself, like it's, you know, the Jedi religion, it was bound to happen. So, I don't know. I'm just really invested in this new trilogy now, so I just want Nine to be good. <laughs> they only care about others. Applause. Do you know what I think sells this? Oh, is mm. this where he says, Have you ever heard of yes. the tale of Darth Plague? <laughs> the tragedy of Darth Plague is the wise. What sells this? What do you think? Um, Ian McDermott's acting. Yes. It's so great. Because, again, he's the perfect Star Wars actor. Yeah. He's a great actor, but he brings just that certain level of cheese and just slightly over the top. To where it's believable. It, it's believable and it's fun. Like, when he's like, unlimited power. <laughs> That's so, you know, ridiculous and fun, but then you also buy it. It's also just a great character, the Emperor. Yeah. It's, he's so much fun, I think. So what you're saying is you're ready for Palpatine's Star Wars story starring Tom Hiddleston? Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> oh, God. They would do that. <laughs> Fuck that. But what, but what about uh, Patty Jenkins's Leia movie starring Millie Bobby Brown? Oh, God. <laughs> and you know the difference is? One of us 
was actually serious about one of those ideas. You know what's sad? If if Kyle was in charge, that would that would already be in production. <laughs> that would already be coming out. God damn it! Because can, can I be frank? I I just hate these spinoff films. You like one of them? I like it, but it's like it, it still didn't solidify to me that they have a reason to, to exist. exist. I love having a Star Wars film every two years. I think that's perfect. And I know you love Star Wars, so it's like you would take one every week. But for me, again, with the whole bullshit, I like it. I don't want it to be oversaturated. And Star Wars, you can oversaturate it very quickly, I feel. And I think we're already getting to that point. Um, I'm with you on the fact that these like solo Star Wars story or Obi Wan Kenobi. Solo Obi Wan. I think they would work as animated movies. I think that'd be great. Like you, you know, they team coming up to the, the brand new Disney streaming service. Lucasfilm presents. I wouldn't hate that. Really? I wouldn't wow. because it, you have exclusive animated films, and it's like this feels perfect for at home television consumption. Right. You know, not seeing it on the big screen. Can I be honest? I mean, you might hate this, but I was thinking yesterday. <laughs> I'm already so prepared for you to hate this. Okay, I'm ready but to I, hate it too. But so I was like it. thinking, you know, and this doesn't have to be tied directly with what they do with episode nine. And okay. I don't want that at all. I want this to be its own thing. Okay. Wouldn't it be something? Wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> Leia, General Leia Organa, mm-hmm. in between eight and nine, something. I don't know what, what it is, what the story would be, but it would be something significant, maybe like a, a final hurrah for the character in animation where you can do that. That's not tied into what happens with episode nine, mm-hmm. but can serve as acting as the character's finale in a sense. I don't hate that idea. In fact, that's something that's actually very interesting. I'll, I'll get to that right now, but this scene as a kid to me was the greatest thing in the world. What, the Wookiees? The Wookiees. Because <laughs> I love the Wookiees. And to see like a million of them in battle in Kashyyyk, I was like... By the way, Kashyyyk looks amazing. It does. It does. Oh, but what does this add to the story? World War Two. Oh, this? Yeah. Um, it's the Clone Wars. You what actually, you God actually, damn thing. I even love that this. This could have been a. This could have been a four episode arc on the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where it would have worked better. Yeah. Instead of wasting time. Yoda and the Wookiees. I wonder. That's a relationship I want to explore. That's like, how did that ever happen? They were. I. I'm. You know, they were going to explore that. Of course they were. I actually, I do think there was an arc. Yeah, there I was. saw. I remember that they were going to like. Okay, well, where did they get their relationship? Great like, relations with the Wookiees, I have. Does it matter? <laughs> Apparently it does to someone. Um, no, but honestly, I wouldn't hate that. If, if they if they said, like, oh, you know, a small animated Leia film, you know, coming out, even if it hits Disflix, much like they do the DC animated films, mm-hmm. you know, straight to right. Ray or straight. That's fine. You know, I, I would be so up for a solo movie if it was animated. This solo film was was just a, a nice animated film, mm-hmm. not like the Spider Man one coming out in theaters. Or yeah, no, 
but coming straight to Blu-ray, mm-hmm. and it's I, that would be fun. I think it works for two reasons. Number one, I have I have at this point I have more faith in the animation department, it's, but I think it fits in the animation story yes. more than it does live action. Yeah, because with live action you have to be more particular with what story is you tell mm-hmm. in that danger of oversaturating the market. Mm-hmm. A solo a Star Wars story I think would be a great story in animated form. That's not to diminish the story. It's just that there are certain mediums in which you decide to tell your story. Toy oh. Story in live action sounds horrid and, and awful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, after seeing Beauty and the Beast, it doesn't work in live action. That story, it only works, I think, in animation. I mean, that and if, if you're going to yeah. tell it the same way as the animated film was, and I think you were so right when you said that in some instances, maybe the whole thing, the live-action Beauty and the Beast felt more animated than the animated movie. It's so crazy. Well, finally. Um, I never, for the record, I never disagree with any of you about that. Okay. For the record. Okay. It is on the record. Um... <laughs> I, I'll be honest, I just don't think a solo story is worth a film. No. It's just not. It, it, it's worth a nice animated mm-hmm. film. You know, you watch it home and be like, oh, that was a great Star Wars. I'm glad they made that, you know? To go to the theater and spend like $220 million to make it? No, it's not worth it. It's not worth an Obi-Wan film, I think. I don't think it's worth a Boba Fett film, which they are definitely doing. Um, knowing them now, they'll probably make a goddamn Phasma film. Um, <laughs> At least we have the Ryan Johnson trilogy to look forward to. At least we have that. See, I would I would be okay. To me, I think they would be doing everything right. Of They just had a Star Wars film every two years. And then they say, we're going to take a break from this... Um, what's it called? Uh, this again? I'm not the Jedi. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah, I, his bullshit about the Jedi just really make me hate him. Um, afterwards, they're like, we're going to take a break from the episodes and tell this just original. By the way, trilogy. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. No, but go ahead. I do love they've kept this style from Padme to Leia very consistent. What do you mean? The, the, or the style from the clothing. Oh, okay. The clothing that they wear, and then also the clothing that Leia wears later in life is kind of reminiscent to Bail Organa Mm -hmm. in a weird way. So, and that relationship with her and Bail is also one I've always wanted to have more touched upon. I think they do it in the novel. I haven't read the novel yet, the Leia one, so maybe that's what it was. But yeah, continue with what you were saying. I forgot, what was I talking about? I was talking about something. Look at how bad that bones look. Dear Lord. It hasn't aged well as much it as... It hasn't aged yeah. well. It just doesn't look good. That looks good. See? Mm-hmm. It aged well. Um, oh, yeah. I was saying... And then you do Ryan Johnson's trilogy. Right. <clears throat> it's just completely different. And like, Can you believe that's actually happening, though? I, I, a whole trilogy. Did you expect that coming? Yeah. Not with Ryan Johnson, but I expect... No, but not meant with him, though. No. Not with him. Well, he's not going to direct it. He's going to write the outline right. for the whole trilogy and then direct the first one. Right. But then other people are going to direct the second and third. But if they if they did that and then after that, 
maybe come back to the number of ones. It would be nice if they would get Dave to direct one of those movies. I wanted to get, to give him a movie. I'm fine with the spinoff, like Rogue One, if they have a story for like the fact that they're planning spinoffs, and then just about characters is bullshit. I I I hate that. But if every once in a while someone came to them like a director or they just had a story themselves where it's like oh this would be great to tell as a film and then they're like okay we'll just throw that in and do that I'd be fine with that like if Rogue One was an exception not the rule I think that'd be great but it is the rule now now we need to have a Han Solo and we need to have a Jabba the Hutt film and all this I mean if this were Sony um, if they had Rogue One, we would have a Jin solo movie, a Cassian standalone movie, uh, Baze and Chirrut Emway, uh, Bodhi. Uh, yeah. it'd be a standalone movie for every character. <clears throat> and again, what Obi-Wan does in this film is pretty... Useless. Unnecessary. And, and a lot of people are like, well, he kills General Grievous... Yeah, but what does it matter to his character? It's just he goes, he kills him, and the, it's busy work, basically. <clears throat> and that's why I don't understand why people are like, oh, this is way better than Last Jedi. But you know why they say it? It's because it's like, oh, but they had cool lightsaber fights. Safe. To keep us safe. I'm doing the Kyle thing where I'm just watching the movie and then I'm just quoting the lines. I how are those idiots still alive? <laughs> them? Yeah. They need them point, alive. It's been They need them alive. They fund them. They're the corporations, the Trade Federation, yeah. the Techno Union, <clears throat> the Trade Foundations on uh, Genosis by the by the uh, Genosians. But it's been 13 goddamn years and they have nothing to show. For their 13 year long investment in this war. They're alive. It's so dumb. Hello there. Oh look, there's your favorite uh, stance of Obi-Wan. That's mine? Yeah. I like how after this, he just decides like, okay, no, I'll take him on myself. You had no problem having everyone else deal with it a second ago. <clears throat> the thing I do like about Konduku is someone who um, is trained by a Jedi but has zero force sensitivity. You mean General Grievous? Yeah. Oh, what did I say? Count Dooku. Oh, no. Count Dooku's different. I, I honestly don't give a shit about Count Dooku. He's really a waste and pointless <coughs> and uninteresting. And not to sound like a dummy, but at least General Gugus looks cool. But no, they did interesting things. They had this one of the best episodes, I think, to this day was Lair of Grievous. Plus, I do. I, I like the fact that he's. I guess it's a little Darth Vader, but not really. Where he's basically a robot. Yeah. 
but he's only a robot because he would remove parts of his body to make himself better. Yeah. It's a different. It's different. I like it. Because he's like, I want to be the ultimate warrior, so I need these modifications to, you know. And it's all driven by him always wanting to be a Jedi. Yeah. But wasn't Force-sensitive. So that's good. You don't get that from this movie. But he's just a cool-looking guy. Yeah. With a uh, they were planning a four-part Grievous arc. I also kind of like that Grievous is also a, a big old pussy. Mm-hmm. He always runs away. And I know a lot of people who are like, they hate Grievous in The Clone Wars. But they liked him in Clone Wars, Star Wars Clone Wars, the the cartoon. Not they the made him way too powerful. They made him over the top powerful. And I'm like... You saw that, right? Yeah. The, yeah. This isn't Grievous. Like, this isn't the same character as the one in the movies. He's also less interesting, I think. But which one are you talking about? The cartoon. Right. Yeah. I'm not talking about the Dave Filoni one. I'm talking oh. about the the, uh, the other one. Which I never got into the cartoon one. Well, that was my introduction to Star Wars. <laughs> the Clone Wars series. From because, and I know it's by the same creator as Samurai Jack and all that. And it's like, that's kind of the style. But it's like literally no... Dialogue, yeah, almost. it's yeah. just action mm-hmm. stuff happening, and to me that just gets boring, especially if you don't get any characterization. It's just like everyone's a badass now. Look at these awesome animated, you know, fight scenes. Like okay, I rather have the Clone Wars though. You mean things with story? Yeah. I love oh, how now? he always says that. I think someone's trying to destroy us. I, it's it's ridiculous how n- non-emoting <clears throat> the characters are. Well, it was so... I mean, I think in gen- I don't know. I'm not going to generalize it, but there was so weird what happened last night. And I know... Whatever. Um... So, <laughs> we're filming, we're recording this the day after the skyrocket lights lit up the sky oh, in Southern California. Um, and a lot of people were panicking because, oh, aliens and everything. And I got a call, not me, but my mom got a call from my aunt saying, oh, did you look at the, the, the lights? <clears throat> and they're like, oh, shit, the aliens are here or whatever and everything. And I'm like... Well, I guess it's the end of the world. Love you, sister. Bye. Just casually talking about the end of the world. Okay. I guess we're dead. This is very off topic. Are you just pissed off at people accepting that or what? What's going on? I'm just, I don't know. It's just like, I mean, you know what I'm really upset about? What are you upset about? Okay, so we're all just going to go. Let's bet. We're, 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 we're going to go out into the night. And look up at the sky at some stupid lights, thinking that they're aliens. Although, if you wanted to see aliens, all you got to do is go inside and watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at 9 p.m. on ABC. I officially no longer care about this topic. <laughs> as soon as I said Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you just stopped caring. Yes. It was my trigger word. 
Yeah, it's just, this world's too clean. And it's clean in an ugly way. Like a PS2 video game, or PS3 video game way. You know the dark side? What? <laughs> you know what hurts is they never established their connection until this film either. <clears throat> it wasn't until years later that I realized that there was a scene with both of them together in the second film. Like one scene. There was? Yeah. It's very quick. When is it? But it's just both of them hanging out in the same room. When? Which one? Uh, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, but what, what, what was the scene? I, I don't remember. It was just... I just remember it's like, oh, I never saw this before. And it was just sort of them chilling, talking about something. Oh, wow. Oh, you put it together, Atticon. 13 years, but you did it. Good job. Good job, buddy. By the way, it is, every time, it is really cool to hear Luke Skywalker say Darth Sidious. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Pretty, 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 pretty cool. Cool, cool, cool. Look at that. Ian <laughs> McDermott's great. Look at it. He's selling this scene. He's selling this whole film. He's one of the few consistently great things about the prequels. So, so deliciously evil as well. Yeah. He just enjoys being evil. Like, leave him alone. Don't kink shame him. Who was doing that? I don't know. The world? The Jedi? It's like, just let him be evil. To save Padme. And that's something I really hate, that they just never touch on that again. And it's the prequel's fault, because that was the angle they were going for. Yeah. But this whole thing of, like, to be able to save people from dying. Well, it's never touched on, because they killed Padme, and was like, oh, well, I guess that went that plan. It's like, okay, that's done. But I just feel like that's not what would happen. He would continue to search for it. it it's dumb. Oh, bye, alien lizard. I like that lizard. <clears throat> you don't care for it? No? It's with, with Star Wars, you know. Oh, no. Not his machine thing. I do love when he used the blaster and he's like, so uncivilized. Where's do you his, care for this action sequence? I do like it, or it's interesting to me, just because it's they're not using lightsabers. It's a Jedi having a go at someone without a lightsaber. He's just going to use his other wits and techniques. I don't think it's the best choreographed thing, but it's interesting. You know, at this point, Grievous should have just flown away. Yeah, that's true. Right here. 
Okay, he should be dead. He shot him right in the heart. I think in general, Grievous was someone who was just introduced in the third film, like this film. And then gone. Yeah. <clears throat> to be fair, we're probably going to get that with the Knights of Ren. You're already preparing for that, aren't you? Holding, I'm just holding out hope that they show up, okay? Just that they show up. Because it ain't guaranteed. But I mean, look at this. Everything is so just goddamn nonchalant. Right? Look at him. A Sith Lord? Like, that's the kind of emotion you make when someone, you know, brought you lunch and they got your order wrong. <laughs> like, double bacon cheeseburger? I said I wanted a chicken sandwich. Like, that's the level of emotion. You just realized your entire life is a lie. And it's like, a Sith Lord? Well, that's interesting. Let's just nonchalantly walk here for a bit. And you can tell that entire background is CG. I hate how I hate how they waste. Um, uh, Mace Windu. Yeah, Mace Windu could have been like the awesomest, most badass Jedi ever. Like he's just full of emotion, going crazy, and everyone's just like, everyone just assumes that he's like. Of the like two, he goes too far and he might fall to the dark side. And everyone assumes there's bad in him, but it's like, nah, it's Anakin. I think that would have worked. Uh, I like the scene right here <clears throat> where they just look at each other. Yeah, they're force projecting. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> hashtag force sensitive Padme. At least she didn't fly like Mary Poppins. <laughs> I like that scene. I'm throwing it out there. It's cheesy and it's fun and it's 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 a bayerias. I like the music. Yeah, that's what I. <clears throat> I think it's very well done. Again, like in a better film, this would be a this would be a culmination of three films, right here. But this is also very non-George-like, uh, just to have this whole thing where they just stare at each other, you know? That is true, Creating isn't it? Creating just this emotional... But it does feel like he didn't tell them why they were staring out the window. It really does feel like he told them, like, look out the window and now look emotional. Like, that. okay, that works. <sighs> <clears throat> C-3PO Poor 3PO He's had a rough life Doesn't no get one, any no better No one takes his calculations into Consideration, consideration. Well he's still Alive That's the right word for it Yeah I say alive If you can torture something You're alive Like, 
three of these Jedi's go out like the biggest bitches in the world. I am the Senate. Did you say that if you can feel torture, you're alive? Yeah. So you said? Yeah. That's interesting. That's literally what the doctor did in one of the episodes recently. What in season 10, there was this like uh, cybernetic or wrote like destroyed <coughs> helpers that apparently uh, were killing humans. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were like, because they took their programming too literally. But apparently they felt pain or something, and so, or they, they saw themselves as a group of people. So I guess they count as a species. Okay. So the, know, the doctor didn't kill them. You know, which, by the way, the doctor did say, uh, very flat out when he was asked that, I've lost count of how many people I've killed. The doctor does kill. And I and I remember Cal telling me the doctor doesn't kill. And then I, I I don't know where he gets that from. Episode He's... after episode of him giddy while blowing people the hell up, and I'm like, the doctor kills. So doesn't make him a bad person. No, it's, just, uh, it's 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 an occupational hazard, I guess you could say. <laughs> no, but he says it's like, you know, I'm two thousand years old, and I don't have the luxury of. Grieving. If I don't move on, then more people will die. Okay. Okay. But then he also dicks around and does stupid shit. That's the doctor. (laughs) So it's like, sure, sure. I have my issues with the doctor, but it is fun. And they do interesting stuff. But then they also do... Did you like Peter Capaldi's performance? Yeah, he's a good actor. But I've always thought he was a good actor. Like in that other show... Or that movie, um, in the loop. In the in the loop, it was great. Anakin, please. Look at how calm he looks. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> and people had no problem with that. No, that's right? Not, that's not cheesy. <clears throat> really. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and then this effect right here where he just gets all old and gross. I I I don't I still don't understand how that works. The li- the lightning is it like burns? The lightning is for, is going back at him. Yeah, I know, but why does it make his <clears throat> face look like that? They're not burns. I always assumed they were wrinkles. Like, you look at that original Return of the Sith. Jedi? Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Um, He doesn't look like they're burns. It just looks like um, wrinkles. Wrinkles. He's just really old. Which I think would have worked fine. Because this takes place like 20 years later. Those wrinkles would have made sense. Uh, Don't kill me, please. This is so funny. <clears throat> City has had this the entire time, right? There's like... Yeah. He fucked up. By the way, do you believe his turn at this point? Anakin? He just says power. For <clears throat> no reason. Unlimited power. Here we go.
See, my thing is, he's perfectly fine, perfectly normal, a day ago. Just a regular Jedi. <laughs> right. And then, by like, 10 o'clock at night the next day, he's murdering children. Literally murdering children. I, I just, the turn is just so sudden and so abrupt. It's bullshit. He's very good at this. By the way, um, I kind of hope in episode nine, ooh, Kylo Ren has those uh, those yellow eyes, mm. the yellow Sith eyes, just to show how far he's fallen into the dark side. I I, I think it would it would be nice. But that's just me. Also, like the Sith, that word is never used in the originals at all. Is it the Sith? No. Just the no. They never refer to them as Sith. Okay. I really wonder where that came from originally. It's a cool name. I like it. Yeah. But again, that's something. You should have, um, what's it called, established in the Phantom Menace. Mm -hmm. The war between the Sith and the Jedi and what happened and what the Republic is. But they never established that. They're just like, oh, well, you know, trade disputes. It's like, I don't understand the trade dispute if I don't understand the world and how the government works. Well, I guess you do find out how it works. Yoda. That made me feel sad. Why? I don't know. I like seeing sad Yoda. <clears throat> you like fun Yoda? Burning trees and shit? God damn, did it fuck him over? Like, isn't it ridiculous? I think it's too much. It's a little too much. He likes hoods. Yeah, and I never understood why that was, like, a Sith thing. Like, it's like every time he's talking to the Separatists, he's with the hood. Right. But every time he's like, oh, it's... Well, because he has to. Why is he... He can't let them know their identity. Then why the hell would they follow him? They don't. Okay, look, look. The only people that know that Palpatine is Darth Sidious is Count Dooku. They didn't follow Darth Sidious. They followed Count Dooku. They didn't realize okay. Darth Sidious wasn't was behind this until it? he Grievous knew. But they're military leaders. The separatists themselves were largely kept out of the loop. They didn't know that Darth Sidious was involved. Oh, ooh, that's not true at all. Um, Viceroy Gunray, right? And those two, yeah. they dealt directly with Sidious. And you don't okay. think they'd clue everyone else in on what was going on? Hold on. Yes, but that was a different thing. Remember what Count Dooku said at the beginning, Attack of the Clones, is that 
Uh, Viceroy Gunry was betrayed by the Dark Lord of the Sith ten years ago. He came to me for help. When they established the Confederacy of Independent Systems, none of them, especially Gunray, had no knowledge of Darth Sidious's involvement. They discovered his involvement into the Clone Wars, and there was this whole big fuss. I remember reading a story about this. There was this whole big fuss about it. But here it's like, Lord Sidious promised us peace. They settled. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm I'm merely reporting okay. what I read. You can criticize what you want. I am merely reporting to you what I read. This is like the best shot. I, think, I like this shot. The Again, none of those things are real. Nothing yeah. here is real. Which sucks, because uh, that's why I wanted to see a prequel film. You right. See the actual armor and shit. Mm-hmm. Actual sets of this crap would right. be awesome. Um... That's I I think I, did you listen to the entirety of the Return of the Jedi commentary? Yes, as depressing as it was, I listened to the whole thing. <laughs> like several times. Yeah. That's why I was just like, if it's if it's not in the movies, don't come at me with this bullshit. I I'm not coming at you I with this bullshit. I'm I just know. establishing for the sake of establishing. I'm talking about Lucas. <laughs> right. Okay. That way. It's like of course it's bullshit. It's like never in this movie is that mentioned, but. You can, you can say that about so many other things. Well, it's like the people that... There was people that had an issue with the way... Uh, um, I am talking. Uh, I like how Commander Cody here is just chilling. And he's just like, execute Order 66. And then Commander Cody's like, yes, my lord, it will be done. But I like how they just, they never explain, like, was it a, why did they turn? I mean, I guess they did in the Clone Wars, <clears throat> but that doesn't really matter because, you know, it's the show. This is also one of the best scenes in the film because, I mean, it's three films. You really kind of don't give a shit about the Jedi on a personal level, but it still emotionally is able to get you. For the most part, if you, I guess, if you're a Star Wars fan. So that's good. I think it works. I just kind of wish I would have cared about these characters before I saw them mowed down a little bit. Or at least cared about the Jedi Order. I just think that would have worked much, much better. Like in this one, in the Clone Wars, she has a French accent, and you never would have known that if you hadn't seen the film. Why is that a CG, um, uh, his little walker thing? They couldn't have had just like a, a little wooden walker? That was CG? Yeah, it was CG. You couldn't tell? <laughs> I do like the sequence, though. I know. I just went on and on about how much I like it. It's, it's oh, it's the Plocoon. Well, I forgot what I was gonna say. Do you know he actually survived that? Shut up. I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't even start. No, but um, I was saying I think that's what would be so cool. Did you believe me for a second? I wouldn't put it past him over there at Lucasfilm. He survived that. Oh, uh, don't worry. He survived uh, that. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> there, that's the one from Rogue One. Yeah. 
the little tank thing. Which I think is cool. Yeah. I like that. I mean, all that weaponry had to go somewhere. I want to see a new... Because I want to see a great prequels era film. I mm-hmm. just do. Someone give it to me, please. I like that. I'm still not into Yoda having a lightsaber. <laughs> and Chewbacca's there just because. I don't... I also don't... Again, it's just about making the world smaller. I just noticed Chewbacca was there. <laughs> Is that the first time ever? You no, 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 not oh, ever. Okay. I'm just like... this In this time watching the movie, that background set was not good. On Kashyyyk. Oh. This, this scene is iconic. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> That's what we're doing, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so you hate that scene so much. What, what, what about it you hate? So- because I can believe Darth Vader kills kids. I can believe that. Anakin. But it, I don't believe it happens overnight. Like, I can believe he turns on the Jedi. Over, you know, it's gradual, and then finally he, he be boom, right? Everything shatters, and he turns on the Jedi, and I can, and he leads an assault on the Jedi Temple. Okay, but I don't believe him just like walking in, seeing these little kids, and then like, I was a, I was a great, nice dude, you know, last night, but tonight I am going to cut some five year old's head off. It's too extreme. It's, it just really is. That's why. What if they actually showed it? What if, That'd what? be great. I'd love it. Really? At that point, it's just so funny. <laughs> that, like, right? It's just absurd. <laughs> this poor kid. He had no chance. No. <laughs> Let him go. He's not a Jedi. Why was Bale even there? I don't know. He has a lot of Jedi friends. Great relations with the Jedi he has. <laughs> you know what they, the Jedi should have done? They, used, they should have used their force run to run away. <laughs> Again, nowhere to be found. Okay. Why are they killing Wookiees, too? To take control... Of the Kashyyyk. I guess they're slaves. This is how they became slaves. I guess that's how they <clears throat> became slaves. But I hate how Chewbacca is here. Because again, it's just this whole thing of making the world as small as possible. And it's like, why? Why? See, in the prequels, I know a lot of people like to say, well, you know, at least it's one man's vision and it's original. And to me, the prequels is um, it's it's a warning about what happens when you do what the what you think the fans want. Like you think the fans want to see Kashyyyk and all the Wookiees and they want to see Chewbacca and you think they want to see um, uh, Boba Fett and he's the reason for the clones. And it's just the Tanavi. Oh, there it is. We've seen that shit so many times in these movies, so haven't many we? Times. It's a lot of shit happens. I guess that was Captain Antilles. But no, I, I, I just think the prequels are what happens when you give in to fans. And then the it sucks. 
But then when you don't, they hate it either way. So just try and make your own good. Okay, I, I'm 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 seriously questioning what's happening here. So, is Order sixty six also establishing martial law? Because the clone troopers act very menacing after that whole thing turned. Can I can I be honest? Yeah. I'm kind of I kind of like how they don't explain Order sixty six. Like it's just this yeah. thing. Execute Order sixty six. And it's like, fuck. Okay. Like. <laughs> It is, and it does leave a mystery of like, oh shit, like they just turn. I'm kind of cool with that though. But it's also important to like, the clones are not the stormtroopers. From the original movies. But a lot of people thought they were, like they never understood that. That's why I think it was stupid to have the clones... Decommissioned. No, just have the clones at all oh. be the, the, the Republic... <laughs> it should have been the other way around. The enemies should have been the clones. And then, you know, regular... I wonder what those who are talking about right now. r should be pretty traumatized. I'm sure he's seen something. Oh. That's another thing, just making the world smaller. R2 should not know Yoda. Should not... Oh, yeah, he does, huh? It's... Did you like Chewbacca and Clone Wars? No. No? That bothered you? It's just unnecessary. Like, it's not necessary. It's just another way that somehow the same five characters in a galaxy of trillions and trillions of different creatures and people just keep popping up in the same story. What about Obi-Wan? What do you mean about Obi-Wan? I don't know. (laughs) What about him? <clears throat> we can only hope that he's remained loyal to the Chancellor. Like, really? The that, that, that doesn't sound... Yeah. Ridiculous. And Padme should be, like, loyal to the Chancellor. You mean loyal to the Republic. He's like, my Republic. Don't you mean loyal to the Senate? He is the Senate. <laughs> okay. And then it's like... Shouldn't he, of all people, have issues with slavery? And stuff like that? He's just an unlikable asshole. I should be sad to see him turn. And I'm not, at all. There's the ship. Yeah. It looks different. It looks weird. Yeah. Maybe it was some kind of CGI thing. I don't know. Uh, oh, well, you stole Grievous' ship. Is that Grievous' ship? Yeah. Oh, okay. <coughs> so many new and interesting ships. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. And like I was saying, part of me, because... A lot of the issue around The Last Jedi is a lot of people coming out and saying, see, Mark Hamill hated what's going on. And First of all, Mark Hamill just said I was wrong. I think Mark Hamill did hate what was going on. But it's also, actors aren't always right about their roles. Yeah, but even Mark Hamill said he was wrong. Just take him out his word and leave it at that. I don't see we need to just dissect the whole thing about it. I think he does hate it. But it's... I don't think it also matters because I think he's wrong 
Um, I don't think he hates it. I think he said that he was wrong and he watched the movie and just leave it at that. Okay. Agree to disagree. Why would you think that he... Okay, whatever. Um, but the thing is, a lot of people are like, it should have been George's original vision, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But it's like... I always come back to the prequels and it's like his original vision for the prequels sucked. Yes, there's some great ideas in there. But as a whole, like 90% of it is just crap. Like I don't I don't want to see George's original vision for 789, maybe in a comic book somewhere. That would be interesting just to see what it would have been. I think it would be interesting to read those ideas. Yeah, but to see it in film? No. Like, if, if he never ended up making the prequels, if you just read his ideas for the prequels, a lot of people would be like, oh, that's so awesome. I can't wait to see it on film. But we live in a universe where we did see it, and it is crap. So I'm okay with being like, no, let's have Disney make them. <clears throat> It's a drop. What did you make of uh, that video from Dash Rendar? Who? The guy. You shared the video. Oh, about how he's like, he's kind of done with Star Wars. What happened there? He's just not liking what has been coming out lately. And you know what I think it is? Like I said, people really love the lore. You know, all this backstory and all this many different things. But it's, you're, it's impossible to have lore when you're still writing the story like you can't have this millions of you know backstory and stories about it like you can't have all these stories about what happens in between seven or six and seven when you might need when you're not done with the new trilogy yet because maybe you established something there and it's like no actually in this new trilogy you want to take it a different direction with the original Star Wars it was easy because People didn't want this giant lore. They just wanted new films. And once they got the new, the once they got that original trilogy, then they started creating all this different lore. And then it's like, okay. So I think people are like, you got rid of all the EU, and there's like nothing to replace it with. And it's like, yeah, because you gotta wait. You know, it, it's you. You had like thirty years of EU. This is going to be a slow process. And also, a lot of the stuff they're waiting for is to put it in films, which, again, I think is stupid with the whole spin-off. Star Wars stories ones. But you can't have all this crazy comic books and telling all these different stories when you don't have that trilogy fully realized yet. And that's the way I'm approaching it. No, I agree. But I mean it, it, I just think it's Incredibly selfish I, I To me it's like yeah, it's your, If that's the way you feel That's the way you feel If I feel differently That's fine We can both feel differently About it That's okay Opinions are okay It's a thing to have <coughs> Not in my empire I know But you would run an empire I would run a galactic republic I think that's Of course that's I would a... have Emergency powers <laughs> So what's the difference there? <laughs> I would still be the Senate, but I would still keep the fake Senate, you know? <clears throat> it's different. <clears throat> Interesting. 
I like how immediately they know it's Anakin. It's like, okay, asshole. He knows. Yoda knows. Why didn't, why didn't you get to this? Like Yoda knew already that it was Anakin. Not before they walked in there. Goodbye, Soroy. They knew. Attempt of my life. I love this speech. <clears throat> I don't know about you. <laughs> I love Padme's line. Like so, this this how democracy dies. With liberty, liberty, liberty. Come on. You have to understand. You have to understand what liberty is if you hope to ever kill it. Okay. Keep that in mind. Okay, I'll keep that in mind when I'm taking the throne. Um, <laughs> see, look, he has the yellow eyes. There Why? Fuck if I know. Because he got new contacts. He got Sith contacts. But I love her line. This is how liberty dies with under applause. I kept I kept telling you guys that's just how I felt after Trump won. <laughs> Galactic Empire. And why are people happy? Like they didn't establish that enough. How we're like, oh, an empire? Okay. Okay. Here's where. <laughs> They're on the clock. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, well, they they didn't get to this, but um. My interpretation is Palpatine is loved and very popular by the Senate because even going into Attack of the Clones, his tenure had already lasted longer. The Senate had given him emergency powers. They love and trust him because he has deep pockets in all of the, the corporations that rule the Senate. But aside from that, propaganda. At this in this whole speech, which is a there's a full text of it somewhere online. You can go read it. Oh he he. The plot to by the Jedi was to take over the Republic, and he accuses the Jedi Order of creating the Clone Wars by sending one of their own, Count Dooku, to lead the Confederacy of Independent Systems. He ties Count Dooku with the Jedi Order, and and accuses them of staging the war from the very beginning. Well, I guess. Now it makes sense for why Count Dooku was even included in this story. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know that? Uh, it's still pointless. It's still <laughs> overly complicated and pointless. Everything in these movies are overly complicated and pointless. Star Wars is better simplistic. Okay. Like, it's... I don't mind a little bit of complication. Like, having it more of a Civil War type right. thing instead of a Rebels... That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be like, okay, we're going to trick them by doing this, and then the trade routes are going to be this way. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to have a vote of no confidence, and then we're going to wait 10 years. And it's like... But, I mean, that's how the emperor was able to to uh, to turn public opinion. First of all, public opinion on the Jedi was already failing. I think you... Yeah. And then you, at this point... the write it better. Of course you can, but... To what's happening right now in the galaxy is, this is how he was able to turn an empire of hate against the Jedi, because he basically blamed the whole war on them as trying to take over, and people believed him. If let me ask you this, let's let's, let's. and I know I've probably asked you this before, but uh, if tomorrow Disney said we're wiping out the prequel era. And we're going to redo the prequel films. Would you be in support of that or not? No. No? No. Okay. No. 
Self, selfishly, I would be in support of that. Selfishly, I, I would be okay with that. And for the same reasons, I wouldn't be okay with that. I know. So, because of the Clone Wars. But no, these films are just crap, and I, I just rather have Episode One, Two, and Three be good. That's never gonna happen. I wouldn't be opposed to a special edition. But who cares? Oh, At that no. point, who cares? Who cares? <clears throat> They're, I think they're beyond saving. I think you just have to re- redo an entirely new story. I mean, keep certain things, but... I'll tell you what. Star Wars fans would just lose their shit <laughs> if Disney tried doing that. <laughs> they would hate them forever, even more than they do now. Triggered. The I triggering mean... would be off the charts. Like, you're literally erasing my childhood, Disney. Yeah. Which, that was, this was my childhood, and I'm like, go ahead, Disney. Because <laughs> now we have better movies. Yeah. I just, oh, yeah. Um, I'm more concerned with good movies than, like, yes. childhood. I am as well. I wanted to ask you, because you had said recently, a couple minutes ago, when you saw that scene of the Empire being established... Like this is how you felt when uh when Trump won. Right. Can you can you elaborate on that? It's just mainly because it's sort of this thing it's like it's beyond ridiculous what's going on and people are cheering it. And it's like this dude's just calling for us to create an empire and you're cheering this? He's not calling. He created. Yeah, it. he created one. It's like what the hell? It's like am I? Li- and I'm, you look at Padme, and she's like, "Am I living on Crazy Town?" And that's when she does like this: is "How Liberty Dies with Irish Pole." <coughs> that's just how it felt with Trump, because it's like, "Am I living on Crazy Town?" The way people are like, "Well, first of all, there's people who loved him, and then people who are like, let's give him a chance." Here's the thing: what really terrifies me more than anything about him is the cult of personality. Yes. Because it, it it has nothing to do with um, actual substance. Logic. It's just, I like that he's an asshole and I'm going to follow him no matter what. That's, I don't know. That's, that's dangerous. dangerous. It is beyond dangerous. And I don't know about you, but did you see... Their little celebration this week or the whole tax reform thing on the news? No, of course not. Did, you didn't see how they were talking about him. Who was? The members of Congress. Oh, how they were like praising him and like kissing his Right, face, right. Basically. I saw Mike Pence's. On, it just makes me laugh. Because it's, it's It like, terrifies me. It so terrifies spineless. me because not only are they so spineless, but they're in a handbasket throwing away everything for this. That's why I told you they were, that they sound like Nazis to me to the point that they're just spouting out propaganda and talking about him. Oh, our benevolent okay. leader. Oh, our king. We're, we're going too far. You know, I'm not going to call them Nazis. I'm not asking you to call. I, I didn't call them Nazis. I'm saying it reminds me of Nazis praising Adolf Hitler. Okay, well then you elaborate. I, my thing is, hey, I, I'm not calling Republicans Nazis. I didn't call them either that. Don't. I just think, um, I just, I, I don't think we should have to, like, 
kiss leaders' butts. And I'm saying, like, even for, like, Barack Obama and stuff like that. I just think it's weird. The, the Democrats never did that, but the Speaker of the House called the president exquisite. I just think it's weird how... It's not weird, it's just sad. The way he needs constant... But it scares me because that's dangerous. Because if that they're is, doing it... The cult of personality is not just with the leadership, it's everywhere in this country. And the people who love and support him. But also, I also think of this first year ship as anything is that it's there's a limit. Hopefully. No, there is. You look at approval and stuff like that. To me, like it's one thing if you like him, you like his policy, but it's another thing if it's just like, I, I like him and whatever he says is good. That, I think, is bad. <clears throat> I... I I think we're we're always best when we believe in uh, we have certain convictions and we believe in policy. Policy should always come before politician. I think they should. Like if there's a Republican out there, because we're both fairly liberal. If there was a Republican, I think that was good on policy. And even if I didn't like him, as well, person, there's no such thing. I'm getting a call. You're supposed to turn that off. Mr. Alexis Soto is leaving the room to take a call because so rudely and unprofessionally he um, did not turn off his phone. I want to reiterate any words spoken by Mr. Soto do not represent me because he throws her, I don't like throwing around the word Nazi like that. So I don't believe that. <clears throat> Just, just making sure people know. Yeah, I think we were supposed to be talking about Revenge of the Sith. Apparently, in the original, um, <clears throat> in the original script, Padme was supposed to make an attempt, or at least. <clears throat> go out with the plans to stab him and kill him but she can't because she loves him um I think that would have been interesting I kind of would have liked to have seen that instead of this you know you're breaking my heart you only care about Obi-Wan the Jedi have turned against me I mean I was the one that just was literally slaughtering children Five seconds ago, but it was the Jedi who turned against me. That does not make sense. Because of Obi-Wan. <clears throat> and the thing is, she already saw him. Well, she didn't see him, but she already knows he's murdered children. And women. Because of the sand people. But yet, she's like, no, Anakin would never do this. It doesn't, doesn't make no sense. <clears throat> Ugh. 
this is, I do think, perfectly how this uh, prequel trilogy should have come to an end, which is Obi-Wan and Anakin facing off against each other. Do they go over the top? Yeah, they really do. It, it goes on way too long, and it gets ridiculous with the shit they're pulling. It should have just been a, a more simplistic lightsaber fight. I actually really like the the lightsaber fights so far that we've had in this new trilogy. I thought it was a nice fight between Kylo Ren and uh, Rey, even though it wasn't that, you know, oh, crazy. But that's okay, because it was um, within character to what was going on, and then I really liked the fight that happened in The Last Jedi. Spoilers, you know... <clears throat> Both of them team up to take the Praetorian Guards, which I think was uh, really well done. Really cool. So how was your call, Alexis? Um, <sighs> it's a fucking labor dispute. I don't know what to say. You gotta get Mosk not on that bitch. Oh. So is Kyle. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, we're here already? Damn. Um, what were we discussing before? Taxes? I'm past that. Great. <laughs> I do like this. That's, no, that's what nice. I was going to say is there's no such thing as a Republican right now with a See, good official. Oh my God, I not uh, into this. I'm, I just wanted to respond to that. There's no such thing, okay. so that's why I will never support one. Okay, that's how you feel. As I reiterated when uh, Alexis Soto was out of the room, his views are not my own. And as I will reiterate, my views are not should be, should not be categorized as extreme. So there is no reason for Mr. Martinez to categorize them as such or to feel as well, if I am out of the norm here. Uh, those are your opinions, and they're true. I would <clears throat> I would support a Republican if if there if one existed over a Democrat who is lousy. Sure, but there's no such thing. I I see. I'm not going to say there's no such thing. Not in this day and age. I'm, I'm not going to say there's Every Republican in Congress voted for this goddamn tax scam. There is no such thing. Okay, but Demo uh, there's a lot of Democrats vote for bad things, too. They will burn on the fire for this. Okay, see, this is why I didn't <laughs> want to talk about this, because you get more and more extreme. This is not extreme. It this, is ex Oh, this is talking about Star Wars? This is taxes. <laughs> look at the lightsaber fights. Look at the glow sticks. They're fun. They're nice. How am I being extreme? I don't understand oh. this. Alexis J. Soto's views do not reflect my own, and we will now talk about lightsaber fights. Look at how cool they are. Isn't this epic and awesome and awesome-tacular? You're implicit in this, like Nettie said. What? What did Nettie say? About the valley. Oh, God. See, this is why you guys always say extreme shit and then I'm implicit. And I don't what did I say that was extreme? I'm not understanding. The there is stars. no realistic Republican in Congress. Stars. They all voted oh for this God. goddamn I'm tax scam. Away. Why would you vote for any of them? I'm going to walk away right This now. is an extreme. Oh, my God. I am trying to talk <laughs> about Star Wars. And he doesn't become more powerful than either of you. <clears throat> so how do you like this lightsaber fight, Alexis? 
I love it. Really? Yeah. I used to really love it. I mean, I could say that you could say that's an extreme emotion out of me. But yes, I, 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 I love I it. I say it is. I, I say love it. it. Because apparently I'm only an extreme, and maybe I only deal in absolutes. You do. You would be a Sith. You would be a Sith. <laughs> I would be a, a Jedi. Vote for a Republican, my ass. Okay, there it goes. Only the Sith deal in absolutes. Maybe they have the right idea. That's why I said you would be a Sith. I do like the fact that the fight takes place in the Senate, and they're literally tearing down the Senate yes. as they fight. It's like, okay, yeah. nice little symbolism there. Although, like like we said during the uh, uh, Phantom Menace audio recording, um, I would rather it be more like a duel between two wizards. Hmm. Like more, nothing with lightsabers, everything with the force. Like when they're throwing shit at each other, like when Darth Sidious is just laughing, throwing the Senate um, shit at him. That's perfect. That's great. I like that. While he's doing his evil laugh. I think that works, but when it's just stupid flipping with lightsabers, <clears throat> it, it just feels like uh, unnecessary and out of character. These two should have a lightsaber fight, but not Darth Sidious and Yoda. Uh. <laughs> Like, right here's where it works, I think. Ha ha ha. Do you think if they, like, if they had gone, like, how I felt, that wizard fight, do you think they could have pulled it off with Puppet Yoda? It wasn't going to happen, Peter. Get over it. Do you think it could have It wasn't going to happen. I'm not saying it could. I'm saying. Maybe. If maybe. Tried, if you tried, would it work? <clears throat> Today. Or, or would man. it just look too silly? Probably. I think, I think you, there's an issue of having a serious epic fight with a Muppet where it could just. I don't. Ha- honestly, I never hated CGI Yoda, so it doesn't matter to me as much. He is supposed to. I don't know. <laughs> I just hate right here where he just quits. Yoda? Yeah. It's like because he fell the farthest, I guess that means he loses. It was it was it was sort of that thing with like um the original Star Wars where it's like oh, why is the war over? And it's like You've, you've blown up a Death Star before. The war still went on. But it's like, no, because you blew up the Death well, Star. Well, why does Obi-Wan just give up? Yeah, that's a... Well, yeah, that is an issue. I agree. He's just like, okay, I'm, I'm done. I, uh, I've i left you almost dead, but I'm not gonna just finish the job. Even though it would be more, like... 
it would be, I think it would be nicer to just finish it instead of just have him like burn alive. <clears throat> but I think even more so Yoda. Like Yoda's just like, okay, I quit. This is a good shot right there. Brand new article on Screen Rant. The Last Jedi is the Batman v Superman of Star Wars. I called it. Did you write this article? I called it. I think it's like the anti-Batman v Superman. I wouldn't call it the Batman. I would call it the anti-Batman v Superman. Because it's like everything with Batman v Superman except the opposite. Yeah. It, it, it's... I mean, you mean flip in reverse, basically. Yeah, just flip it. It's instead of the critics hate it and the, you know, what's it called? The fans love it. It's the fans hate it and the critics love it. And again... Personal opinion. I also think it's flipped because BVS I think sucks, but The Last Jedi is. That's not a, good. That, that's, that's the fact. It's not an opinion. <laughs> Again with the Sith. I will say that's an extreme comment. That is an actual extreme thing to say. But it. it just, unlike the other thing that apparently was extreme, what was true with the fact that you are a Sith at heart. That you can tell is a real um, yeah. footage of a volcano, which it, the entire thing should have just been a real volcano instead of this over the top. Yeah, shit. but I mean, we should mention that Mustafar, well, not the name, but there was a lava planet that was in the original uh, notes for Star Wars that Lucas. Yeah. yeah, there was. About how Darth Vader became this thing. You were supposed to see it. I think of the original Were we? It was concept art Huh Like How yeah. would that have worked out With everything I, yeah. that would I think you know why It was changed Because you just couldn't Couldn't get that effect Or you couldn't Cost but, too much That low-key whatever Yeah it's... What a quitter This goes against Established lore and canon He would never quit Jedi's never quit Um <clears throat> What, I was, what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say, I've really enjoyed, and I said this when you were taking your call, um, the lightsaber battles in the new the new trilogy. Also, it's very few. Mo- um, they, they're all for character moments. Which is what they were supposed to be in the yeah, beginning. That's what they were always meant to they be. They were never meant to be these acrobatic uh, competitions. These ballets. Um, look, look, look at this. Look this at this. It's just so. Rid- oh my god. But it was ridiculous because they're not even trying to hit each other. Like, they purposely just tabbed lightsabers. Um, but no. I, I would have liked, again, if this was done now by the, the, the Lucasfilm now. It would have been a very simplistic, you know, on the side of a, a volcano, lava flowing. And I think it this would have, is overly elaborate. It's Look, yeah. what is happening. Like, It's just so unnecessary. And it takes me out of it. It no longer feels epic because of this. It starts to feel. Um, un, I, I no longer feel the danger. Hilariously over the top. Yes. I need to be able to feel the danger in these lightsaber battles. That's why I liked in The Force Awakens. It's just in a in a beautiful f- snow forest. forest. <clears throat> I have failed. Shut up. But he knows that's not true. That's what pisses me off. 
like when he says again, you're gone for this. Um, Padme, he tells Padme the bed the Jedi have betrayed me, and I was like. You literally just killed a bunch of five-year-olds, and you're saying the Jedi betrayed you? Don't come at me with that bullshit. You see, he was just like, he almost fell into the lava. Get the high ground. Get that high ground. Get that high ground. Get it. Get it. Boom. so much oh you know what I will say the prequels were worth it for the memes alone the memes are glorious he did warn him he told him he had the high ground see at this point like finish the job don't be an asshole I actually like this moment because He can't bring himself to kill him. See, I would b- believe that. It was just like he stabbed him and he was just there. Like, okay. But he literally cut off all of his limbs and he's burning alive. Like, really? And he only took his lightsaber because he yeah. I wonder it. why, yeah. Well, at this point, he knows they're coming, right? The babies? Doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. He already... Who? Obi-Wan. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he does. Well, he knows she's pregnant and that he's right. the father. I don't think he knows that she's... Okay, this, this all took place. It had to be within, like, a few days. So she was pregnant. They were gone for, like, nine months then, I guess. I don't know. Like, at that point, he just walks away like, come on, finish it. R2. R2. I do like, though, R2 is the only character that knows the entire story. I don't like that. I know you don't. I do. I think for you it creates problems with Yoda and Obi-Wan in the originals but barring that I also think it just makes the world smaller oh fuck you I don't know I'm not (laughs) the world's small sorry I just don't want every single little thing connected neither do I I don't think it connects everything but Uh, yeah how (laughs) because it's always like I said, there's trillions upon trillions upon trillions of Oh, life look at this forms. nice plane. Okay, there we go. You know, for not like that doesn't Trump, that, that doesn't hold for water not for me. Trump, you two are very alike. Doesn't that doesn't hold water for me that argument? Okay. It doesn't make any Does sense. Does it hold lava? <laughs> oh, he's still alive. Oh my god. That does look similar to Luke's hand. The uh, design <clears throat> did, and is it the same hand? Like the same design? No, no, no. Did Luke lose the same hand? He lost his left hand. Okay. Didn't he? 
I'm yes. pretty sure it was his left. Right. Yeah, it's the same hand, isn't it? No. Oh, no? That's right. No, that's his left. No, that's... Uh, Anakin. That's oh, no, that's his right. Yeah. yeah, that is his right. Oh, no, then Luke had lost his right hand, too. If I'm trying to remember. Was his left or his right? I don't know. I think they were both right-handed. The well, your highness, there's your apprentice. Yeah, they were both right. It was both right hands. <clears throat> that didn't burn? I mean, he couldn't even defeat Obi-Wan. Why are you going to keep him? Where is what this? other option is there? Oh, this is the part where Qui-Gon talked to Yoda in the deleted scene, the extended scene. Why? It just <laughs> but I, I, I just hate how so much is just trying to set up to try to make sense for the, 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 the original trilogy. And how, fa- how, and much, how it much it fails miserably. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they weren't lying, though. Every frame is so dense. They just... We're going to throw this in the background and this in the background and this in the background. <clears throat> Thunderclap. Is that Kylo Ren's ship? Apparently it's a new shuttle. You're not going to cover him from the rain? <clears throat> like, look at all those ridiculous alien designs. Like, I mean, that looks like a cartoon. That droid? Just that whole... Look at all, <laughs> all of that. It just looks like a cartoon. Like, that doesn't look too... too uh, to be honest, maybe I'm just being an asshole. It doesn't look too far from the Clone Wars. Yeah, it's being an asshole. Okay. The Clone Wars is a cartoon. Sorry. <clears throat> This film needs more uh, porks. Yeah. She's lost the will to live. Now, did she really lose the will to live? Or something I heard once was he killed her through the force accidentally. That's what, uh, what's his name says. Like, they think it's just her losing the will to live, but it's him through the force and his agony killing her. Which one do you think it is? The former. The will to live? Really? You're just like, fuck life, I'm gonna die now. People do that. Debbie Reynolds did that. Debbie Reynolds? Carrie Fisher's mom. Oh, okay. She died of a broken heart. How else do you explain her passing away the day after her daughter passed? I think it happens. It's not, it was never like a big deal for me. Like... I guess for... I'm not saying it doesn't happen in real life, but for storytelling, it does come off as a cop-out. Sure. That's that's reasonable. <clears throat> you either buy it or you don't. It's yeah. the way it is. That's true. So apparently, he saw in red. Well, there's the red eyes. Time. Is that why the eyes were red? You have to ask Kyle, not me. He's the expert on Vader's red eyes. <laughs> 
Get how over the top and shiny that is. <clears throat> I will say, you could tell this is the movie that George wanted to make the whole time. Mm. They're still good in him. Now, there's been a lot of debate after The Last Jedi saying... Luke wouldn't kill his father. He was the only one who saw good in him and saved him. Why would he not feel that about Kylo Ren? And I don't know about you. Luke never really... Well, I don't know. Go ahead. I always felt it wasn't that Luke was, you know, had the most... Was the most good at heart and saw the good in him when... And that's why he was able to save him. It was because the only reason he was the one able to turn him was because it was his son. And no matter how bad Darth Vader got, he never lost the love of his children. Like, that was always... No matter how deep buried down, that was there. So even if Obi-Wan never stopped believing there was good in him and tried to turn him, he would never be able to turn him. No. Same with Yoda. Same with, Same with Ahsoka. Else. Same with Ahsoka. She, they would never be able to turn him. The only one who was capable of that because they hit at that specific spot within him was Luke. So that's the way I saw it. And, that, and that's why when it came to Kyle... And he also sees Luke as the embodiment of regret. Yes. For Vader. Of every everything he could have been. So when it came to Kylo Ren, it was more of... If you were to save him, it just wouldn't be able to be Luke. No matter how much he believed... Oh, God, no. no. You were saying? No matter what, he just wouldn't be able to be the one to save him, Luke, when it came to Kylo, Kylo Ren. But Han Solo didn't. You think... Because you could go Cause the reverse. It's the same thing with... Yeah, it's with Han Solo... He never stopped believe. Well, he did. But at the end, he's like, I can save you. I believe in you. But that's the flip of the father-son thing with Luke and Vader. Yeah. It worked with Luke and Vader. It didn't work with Kylo Ren and Han. Because they weren't the people to be able to. I, th- I think of anyone. Leia. Able to. Ray. Not Leia. I don't think Leia. He didn't kill her. No, he didn't. But I, I think he's in a different spot. At the end of... Uh, of Last Jedi, Jedi, sure. But what about... What if it was her that approached him at the end of Force Awakens? I think he, he might... I think it might have been a different outcome. I do. Yeah. Because there's... You could... It, it is sort of that thing, maybe a kind of Loki type thing, where he always had that love of his mother. Yeah. But he was a little bit resentful of... Of the father, family. yeah. But I think at this point, no. The only one is Rey. And, and I think... Because he, he kind of feels like she's the only one that can maybe understand me. Oh, yeah. Here's the Qui-Gon thing. Qui-Gon. Just so ridiculously convoluted. To Where did this come so from? Simple. And then here, here it is, another one. We have to erase C-3PO's memory because why? Cause because then plot holes. But you're going to leave R2's memory untouched. I, I say... Yeah. I, 
I, I think it would have made more sense just to write a story in which, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to get into it. It really feels like these last couple of minutes are trying to, like, fill in as many plot holes as possible. Yeah. <laughs> who is this girl? Because they, they always cut to her and it's like, who is she? She just looked cool in makeup. <clears throat> and you can tell George meant for this to be like a moment right here where she's holding the thing. But she's covering up her belly. Yeah. It's like, oh, look, now the Star Destroyers look similar. And everyone's completely changed their um, outfits to look like the Empire. Immediately, Sidious instituted a new dress code. Like, immediately. Was that CG? No. Oh, okay. You know, that was an actor. Yeah, that was an actor, but it looked a little <laughs> CG. For Tarkin? Yeah. Yeah. Dun, dun. Oh, by the way, this was over Geonosis. Okay. Again. It was, apparently okay. it was implied. Apparently. I didn't it get... Implied? No. I did not get a, that implication. And that's Alderaan. Which looks beautiful, doesn't it? Yeah. Nice Almost like Whoville. Yeah, it's a little... To Whovian, I guess, but <clears throat> at least we got to see what Alderaan was before. Kaboom! <laughs> like, oh, look at this kid we stole. <laughs> and then again, this is inconsistent. From the original, the the the, the originals um, actually messed this up. Of they're really deep within the force, don't you think he would all that time? Because it's obvious that Darth Vader and Leia have run into each other before. He wouldn't be able to sense something. Yeah. And that's the originals doing by having that whole Leia's the sister type mm -hmm. thing thrown thing they threw in. I would also say George is doing all the same. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, bye. <laughs> Thanks for the kid. And then Kyle really loves this scene. I'll be honest, don't care for it. That's, uh, what's his name? The actor. Did they CGI them on there? Yeah, that's what why I didn't hell? like it. You barely noticed that. Huh? Oh my god, because I'm looking at it closer. Yeah. I can see a lot more of the. Which is weird, because if you remember. Um, in the behind the scenes for Attack of the Clones, he yeah. said, I I'm, I'm going to film one scene here, and it has to do with the third episode. Yeah. I'm not going to let anyone know. Okay. Well, that was uh, Revenge of the Sith. Thoughts? Uh, the music is great. The music is great. Um, In all of these movies, really. Uh, I do think, though, the, the, the score in this one is particularly stronger than the other two. That being said, though, 
there are, are callbacks, though, especially right here. You, you're hearing Leia's theme, and throughout the entire thing, it's a new hope and finale, is what it's called. Um, yeah. I, I have to say, though, like, this movie gets more underwhelming with every with every viewing. Yeah. And it's kind of sad because, like, I saw... This is one of the first movies I remember seeing in theaters more than once. Because I loved it so much. And I think what I loved about this was just the feeling of what Star Wars is. And, yeah, all those horrible things that you mentioned were there. But there's just something... What, what, what is... What Kyle always likes to quote Ben Kenobi. You've taken your first step into a larger world. And that really was the case. Uh, and it became an obsession and a passion that... Uh, never ended. <laughs> that's true. And that's where we are today. And it's like... To, to think about what my road has been... From where I was all those years ago to where I am now... I wouldn't change one bit of it. I'm happy I'm a Star Wars fan. I love Star Wars. And I'm happy that it's progressing. I'm happy that it's flourishing. And as as disappointing as these these films were, I do think they serve as a purpose and a reminder of, you know, how bad things can get. <laughs> That's not... But, like, Star Wars, though, it never really dies. No one ever really is no gone. Really goes away. No one has... It comes back. Even even through this, this should have destroyed the franchise. Yeah. This should have destroyed any franchise. And the fact that it's alive today says something about what this means to people. And it's, it's this... Yeah. Go ahead. <clears throat> That's it. <laughs> um... It's the best of the prequels. I still don't think that's saying much. I don't understand how a lot of people still love this film. I, it used to be my favorite Star Wars film, but I was also a kid. And I was just like, all I needed was awesome Well, battles. this was my first Star Wars movie in theaters. Yeah. Well, actually, in, in general, it was my first one. And then I went back and looked at the others. Yeah. And as a general thing, when you're younger, I don't know what it was about us, but the prequels were more entertaining than the originals at, at first. I don't know because what happened it, it, there. All that crap on the screen. Right, And right. all the lightsaber battles. <laughs> and and the thing is, the older I get, because I've now officially just watched all of them, the older I get, the, the, more, the harder it is to get through these, but the more enjoyable the other ones get. Well, it's because as a kid, you know... All you need is flashing colors and fun action scenes, and then that's all you need. As you get older, you want to feel connected to the stories and the characters. You want more than just flashing colors and lightsabers. And that's kind of all these films provide. There's nothing character-wise that's really great. Again, good, good, several good ideas here and there, but... That doesn't mean anything if the end product is not good at all. So, um, yeah, I guess the sword fight, laser sword fight between our couple of people is pretty all right. General Grievous has a cool design, but as a whole, it's, it's 
Well, let me do a crook a ranking right now. Uh, a New Hope, Empire. Do it from the, from the reverse. I like it from worst to best. Oh, from best. worst to best? Okay. Um, Attack of the Clones, Phantom Menace, Revenge of the Sith, um, Rogue One. No, no, no. Yeah, no, yeah. Rogue One. Um, Force Awakens, Return of the Jedi, The Last Jedi, uh, Empire Strikes Back, and then A New Hope. I have the exact same ranking except Switch Hope with Empire. Okay. And that's it. So, yeah. And to me, the, the only, like, really good ones are Force Awakens and Up. Rogue One is all right, and then mm-hmm. the, the bad ones are below that. Mm-hmm. So, at least we have five that are good. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not no. shabby. It used to be worse than that. Was... Yeah. Five that I consider to be really good and like worth watching over and over again. Yeah, not too shabby, I think. Released by 20th Century Fox, a division of the Walt Disney Company. Soon birth certificates are going to say that. <laughs> Wouldn't that be exciting to have a little Mickey and Minnie ears on the on the certification? Oh my god, you're such a Sith. It's pretty. Alright. Anything else to say? No. Uh, I will end this podcast or this audio commentary by saying that what I said about Republicans was not extreme. It is the truth, oh and it should be taken God. as. So I don't see. And Peter it's and Peter so agrees God. with me. Anything else? I hate you. You agree with me? Okay, wonderful, no, I guys. Don't. I hate you. Have a merry Christmas and happy holidays, and we'll see you all back. Christmas, Alexis. And we'll see you all back in 2018. Let's see if we even make it there.